This is false and defamatory, the impact of defamation and weaponized social media. Trigger warning. This podcast discusses topics related to emotional abuse, gaslighting, verbal abuse, threatening language, cyberbullying, intimidation tactics, and thoughts of self-harm which may be triggering for some listeners. The content includes descriptions of manipulative behavior, psychological distress, body shaming, online harassment, and other forms of abusive behavior and emotional trauma. Please take care of yourself and consider your mental and emotional state before listening. If you need support or someone to talk to, please seek help help from a trusted friend, family member, or mental health professional. Thank you for listening. We are now on February the 27th of 2022. Just 12 days prior, we held the defendant's deposition where she revealed that her husband, soon to be ex-husband, had included H and I on his witness list for the divorce, which shocked me. At the time, I had I had no idea, but I also didn't entirely understand the context of the divorce. And as time has gone on, it makes more sense as to why he would have listed us. But I'll get to that later. On February the 27th of 2022, the defendant made a post and she claims that she had made it on Facebook and set the privacy settings to only me, which would have meant she would have been the only one who could see it. However, because her Facebook was connected to her Instagram, it went to Instagram. So she claims to not realize that the post went live. The post says, I apologize in advance for the wild things my future ex-husband is telling my friends. I suppose because he gets no response from me other than RGR, which stands for Roger, to his rage emails, if any response, his next route is to tell my friends mean things. Please stop. I love you and pray for you, but please just stop. It's exhausting. I don't call. I don't text. I don't cry. It doesn't hurt my feelings because they know better, but it's hurtful for them to hear these made up rampages of texts, I'm sure. This morning, some friends showed us some random messages he sent them, and I don't think I've ever seen my kids so embarrassed. It's just shaking my head moment all around. I pray he finds peace like I have and signs the papers a little quicker. Crystal and H are his, quote, witnesses in our divorce. And still, I remain quiet. Try it sometime. After she made this post, she made the following Instagram story. Well, there goes that. Message me and she's like, I just read your post about what texted your friends. I'm like, how the did you see that? Because I made it to only me on Facebook. And I guess Facebook now links all of your posts to Instagram, which makes sense because the other day I posted from the airplane about the roads being bad and it was a post on my Instagram feed. I was like, what the but I set the post to private. So just so you know, if you make a post private on Facebook, even to only you, and you have your Facebook and your Instagram linked, it's still going to post on Instagram, which also makes sense because all my Instagram posts that I make feed to my Facebook, but they feed as only to me on Facebook, which is weird. So anyways, uh, yeah, so I wasn't going to talk about that information yet. I don't know why I think cause it's just embarrassing more than anything, but, um, Long story short, I was made to think that I was crazy for two years, that there was nothing going on and that, you know, I'm just drunk. What did he say? I willed all this to happen myself. And um, like, I agreed not to speak disparagingly about him. This isn't disparaging. This is honest. This is a real that's been going on. So she makes that video to explain what 
what's going on with that post. And then she comments on the post and many of her followers comment on the post. The defendant says, I made this private to myself on Facebook, but apparently my Facebook posts feed over to Instagram, which is why that post from the airplane about the weather posted. But I guess since it's already out there, well, here it is, friends. The stuff has to stop. I don't want to say anything disparaging, but this isn't disparaging. It's harassment. She goes on to say, honestly, I was going to keep that information to myself for a long time. I had originally made this post on Facebook like I often do and said it to only me. So it was sort of a diary post. But I make a lot of posts like that. But recently I connected my Facebook to my Instagram and now it posts my Facebook posts directly to Instagram, which is why that post about the weather showed up on Instagram. But I guess this answers the big question of why I'm happy to get a divorce. I guess I wasn't so crazy thinking he had an agenda after all. P.S. The judge doesn't know about his two witnesses, but she will when he shows her this post. Of all the people in the world who would be good judges of your character, you choose the women suing your wife and quote your business for a million dollars but you have nothing to do with it and I'm crazy for thinking you still talk to them right the interesting thing about that comment is she says the judge doesn't know about his two witnesses but she will once he shows her this post so and this is purely my opinion and my speculation I don't believe that it was an accident that the defendant published this post because of that statement right there she wanted a way to show the judge in their divorce case more information about me and about H. And so she says it here, knowing that if she makes this post, that she is expecting that her husband will submit it into the divorce evidence and show it to the judge. And the reason that that is important is because I learned later the basis for the divorce, the underlying reason is that she had been accusing her husband of working with H&I pretty much immediately after she started accusing us. She said in her sworn deposition that her husband had told her that she had falsely accused me or probably falsely accused me. She also said that she found a folder on his computer that looked like he was sticking up for me. And so from the beginning, she kind of had this theory that he was working with H and I to give us inside information so that we could then go and post it on these troll blogs to terrorize her. Not only does that sound insane, but also I have had no contact with him since I resigned. My last text conversations with him end at the very end of August, I believe it's August the 28th. And the only other contact that I have had with her husband is the email that I sent when I resigned on September 2nd of 2020. I sent it to the defendant and I sent it to her husband. That is it. And so while I thought that all of the other allegations that she had been hurling since November of 2020 were so completely insane, I, I did not realize just how insane that it would get. Some of the comments from the defendant's followers on this post say, praying for you, seriously, it's really sad how far people will go for money. I can't even believe that, but I can because they are crazy. Another follower makes you wonder what else he was in on. He's just jealous of your happiness. Another follower, witnesses to what? What could they witness? That's worse than what they did. I would also like to point out that whenever you are in a lawsuit, the first thing that you do is list persons with relevant knowledge of facts. 
And so we just went through in the defendant's deposition, everyone that she had listed. And on that list, the defendant was asked, why did you list this person as a person with knowledge of relevant facts if they're just your friend and they live in a different state? And so she's saying that her husband listed us as character witnesses, but that's not the case. It's just persons with relevant knowledge of facts. And if she was accusing her husband of working with us, and that's why she wanted a divorce, it would make sense that he would list us on his witness list to refute that. Another follower, thinking of you, I followed you for a long time and it makes me sad to see what they are doing to you, but you are a boss and handling this with grace, not letting them take you down. God will reveal their true character and others will see what you did and they will get their karma. Another follower, and this person knew me personally, profanity, WTF, and everything else mentioned already above, special place in hell for them to reside. And I know I don't know everything going on, but it sure sounds like they all deserve each other. Another follower. Profanity, no. He's been a part of this the whole time. Their schemes. Girl, I'll bring a shovel. Another follower. Prayers to you. Peace is a wonderful friend. It truly is the best revenge. Let him stew with his, quote, witnesses. They all apparently like to step, stay, and smell their own profanity. Another follower. I'm so sorry you and defendant son are going through this. It's awful that he is in communication with them. But if he was in on their scheme the whole time, then it's truly sick to think of the mental and emotional pain he caused you. Another follower, a narcissist can't stand it when you don't feed their ego and actions. I'm praying for you and sweet defendant son, but definitely for their soul. How someone could be that hateful, I'll never understand. Another follower, girl, you let us know when you need some character witnesses. We'll show the profanity up. Another follower, they all need Jesus. Another follower, and this one also knew me personally. I am so very sorry. This is ridiculous in more ways than one. It isn't far-fetched because I met the two loonies face-to-face and told my sisters when I walked away I didn't get good vibes from them. What's ridiculous is that you spent years with him and it's destroyed by the same women you had so close to you. Wanting someone's life so bad to destroy it is unimaginable. Another follower, holy smokes, glad you're on that high, high road. Never wrestle with a pig. You just get dirty in the pig enjoys it. Another follower, his witnesses, that is some bottom of the barrel, low down, dirty scraping. How pathetic. Another follower, this is crazy. I can't imagine acting like this or walking in his shoes and being okay with myself. I pray for them that they stop harassing you and that he realizes eventually to put his son first. Another follower, Crystal and H being his witnesses, that's suspicious. Enjoy your day with your son. Another follower, praying for you. Seriously, it's really sad how far people will go for money. I can't even believe that profanity, but I can because they are crazy. The most disturbing thing to come out of this entire post isn't even all of the comments saying that there's a special place in hell for me, not even the one that's a threat saying I'll bring a shovel. And then underneath that, someone else says we ride at dawn. None of that is nearly as disturbing as what I discovered when I was reviewing these posts and the footage during this time frame. Among the other comments on this post is a comment from someone that I recognized. And I recognized this person because of their name and their profile picture. This person is the mother of one of my students. And I could see my student in the profile picture and it was my student's mother's name. So those are the facts that I'm basing my opinion that this was my student's mother. And she was commenting in support of the defendant in this entire post. And at that point, 
I was so rattled and shaken that I immediately contacted the administration at my school and asked to meet with them because to see someone so directly close to me actively commenting with all of this nonsense and potentially putting my career in jeopardy, it just, it was very disturbing. And it was, it was, I freaked out. I'm just going to be honest with you. I freaked completely out. And that moment is when I decided to let my school administration team know exactly what was going on. Up until that point, I hadn't really disclosed a lot to them because it really didn't affect me or my job, but having a parent directly involved does. And so that was a really hard time. Nothing ever came of that. I don't know that she ever put two and two together to realize who I am or I was with this narrative, but I didn't know that at the time. And it was really, really scary. After the defendant made the post and after she made the story explaining why she made the post, she went on to make a rather lengthy live video. And we are going to go through it in its entirety here because the entire thing is about that post and her theory of her husband being in cahoots with H and I. I know. I feel like I have to explain some stuff. So I guess today's the day I was gonna take a nap. Hi guys. I was gonna take a nap and then I, like a little bit shaking, but I guess we're gonna talk about it today. Um, I'm so mad at myself for that. But I mean, I was gonna have to tell you everything anyways, so. I'll just wait for a couple of y'all to get on here. It's my own fault. Like I posted on Facebook and I changed the audience to only me. Like I do all the time with like my diary post. And then um, my friend messaged me and said, I saw the post about the messages that he's sending to your friends. And I was like, how the heck did you see that? She said, it's on Instagram. And I was like, oh my God. Ran over to Instagram real quick. Saw a bunch of already saw it. And then I realized that's why the other day that airplane post that I made while I was on the airplane. Sorry. I'm, anyways, the airplane post that I made, I made it only on Facebook. But I guess since I connected my Facebook and my Instagram the other day, because I'm trying to reconnect everything from scratch over again so that nobody else has access to it. Um, God, I just did not want to talk about this yet. I feel like I'm in the movie where like it accidentally leaks and you have to address it, you know? So I guess we'll just talk about it to get in front of it right okay so you haven't saw my last instagram post on accident um i mean i just going to tell myself that this is what god wanted he didn't want me to go to sleep and take a nap right now he wanted me to get it off my chest so uh, i have no idea why i'm going through well okay here's the thing i say i have no idea why i'm going through a divorce but then the alternative to that is well if my husband is not involved in the stuff with Crystal, um, number one, because that was my question for the last two years. Like, it just seems like you are. It seems like you have an agenda. It seems like something's going wrong. It seems like how is everything in my house being repeated on the Internet and they're not even here? Like, I know they did what they did and they did their part. And I've already given my deposition. So I've already said these things under oath. Um, but I guess it's time for me to explain it to you all. So, uh and i was just gonna take a nap so 
got to the point where I was literally going so crazy in my house thinking, what the is going on, man? You know, like, this is nuts. Like, how's all this stuff being repeated on the internet? Like, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not talking to my best friends. Nobody. I'm not telling anybody anything. I don't know. Nobody knows anything. How is this stuff being repeated on the internet? I don't know. Nobody. Couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out why Bob left my house in March and left all his belongings behind and never said a word. It left the same day I went skiing. And I just couldn't figure it out. You know, it doesn't make sense. But And I didn't understand that. It didn't make any sense. And, of course, all these things make sense now. And they did then. But the thing is, like, a lot of these things that were done were just really bad things, but not necessarily, like, illegal things. And that's what sucks. Like, there's no crime in just being a human you know and that sucks so i've just had to deal with them for this whole time well too far is too far and too far happened this past fall whenever everything started unfolding and i took off work in november here you go we're gonna talk about it i took off work in november and i started putting the pieces together and the more pieces i put together the more angry it got in my house the more volatile and the more aggressive and the more obvious to the point where I just couldn't do it anymore oh. so I left my home in December and you guys saw a totally different picture you guys saw us like you never saw us living in a hotel you never saw us living nowhere we literally didn't have a place to go for a couple days not that I didn't have friends or anything you just don't know who to call how do you explain like hey I think like I'm I'm finally listening to everybody now, you know. The police told me what was going on. The counselors told me what's going on. The attorneys told me what's going on. Everybody told me what's going on. And I just didn't want to listen to anything because you just don't want it to be true, you know. And then uh, I just kept being told I was crazy every day. Like, you need medicine. You're crazy. You're nuts. This is not, you, I don't have an agenda. I'm not working with anybody. I'm not talking to them. You're crazy. You need help. Everyone knows you need help. Everyone knows you're crazy. But I'm like, everybody doesn't know that. Everybody's telling me the opposite. Everybody's telling me I need to leave and I need to be safe and I need to get out of here. That's what everybody was saying. Everybody said what you can, what you know and what you prove are two different things. So she starts out this clip and she is emotional. However, one of the first things she says is, I'll just wait for a couple of y'all to get on here. And it's just very obvious that she wants the audience. And so she is waiting for more people to join the video before she starts talking. Again, in this video, she mentions H&I by name. So she will continue to do this for the next several months. And one of the things in the deposition is when she was asked about the posts, she said where I mentioned them by name. So she thinks that only in posts where she mentions us by name should apply. And she goes on to say that she doesn't say our names anymore, but now she has started saying our names again. She says here, that was my question for the last two years, meaning was her husband working with H&I? Well, once again, there would be nothing for him to be working with us on because we didn't do any of the things that she has accused us of. But we get a little glimpse here into what she has been alleging as far as her husband goes. And she also says something about having an agenda. And I have yet to understand the logic in this part of her narrative, because when I sued her and then subsequently when H became an intervening plaintiff, we were suing both of them in essence, because we sued 
the defendant in her personal capacity, but also they were married. So any judgment would be the responsibility of the husband as well. And we sued the business. Once again, they both own the business. And so it doesn't make logical sense for him to be working with us because what would be the benefit for him? He would literally just be taking money out of his own pocket. And so it's disturbing because none of her followers are seemingly coming to that conclusion either, that this is completely illogical and they just go on with it and encourage her. So that will remain a mystery to me because that has just never made logical sense. She also says that some of this stuff was just really, really bad, but not necessarily illegal. So once again, she is admitting that there have been no crimes committed, but she still continues to allege that I'm a criminal and that there have been crimes. Then she says that, again, the police and the attorneys told her and she just didn't want to listen to everyone. And I'm also unclear about this because why all of these people would be telling her that her husband has to be working with us also doesn't make sense. But Remember, any inside information that has been posted on the internet has either been public record or it is information that has come out of the defendant's own mouth or it is speculation based on what she has posted. There was also the occasion on Reddit when court documents were posted where someone who had access to view that captured it and posted it. But nobody is feeding information to anyone. And so the entire basis of the story doesn't even make sense. She also says something, and she will continue to start saying this. In my opinion, the defendant can be very calculating. And so when she is going to start another narrative, she just starts throwing in little bits and pieces. And so she has to set up her narrative for the next phase. And here she says, what you know and what you can prove are two different things. I do believe that at this point, the defendant realized after her deposition that she had no evidence of anything, despite telling all of her followers this whole time that she did have evidence. And so she has to start setting up the narrative for when she ultimately loses this lawsuit. And so she starts it here. What you know and what you can prove are two different things. Missing from our house, like thousands and thousands of dollars and nobody even like, how come nobody asked me where the money went? It didn't make sense. Like, I'm asking where the hell did it go? I made it. <sighs> emails, like my customers' emails, we went from 70,000 email customers to 21,000. And I was just told like, oh, that's the right number in my email box. And the reason I feel like I can talk to you about all this is because a lot of the stuff that was done isn't illegal. So it's not like I'm ever going to be able to like, and the way the court system works, like you tell them everything up front. And then what did they do? Refute what you say and say she's lying? Like, I have proof. Like I had 70,000 email recipients on my customer email list and now I had 20,000 and I couldn't figure out where they all went. But also I never paid attention to that kind of stuff because I just like to talk to you guys. I didn't care about the numbers, but now I know every number of every single thing. And so anyways, the more I got told I was crazy and I just needed to get on medicine and all these things, the more I was like, I ain't crazy. I know I'm not crazy. Like I'd come home. Don't feel bad for me either because people told me for a long time and I just did not listen. But I'd come home and I wouldn't say anything. I literally wouldn't say no words. And then it got to the point where we're like talking through vents in the ceiling and I'm like, why are you in the ceiling? This don't make any sense. Why is everything getting repeated on the internet when I'm not talking anymore? How come you're not helping me at all figure out the case? How come you're gone for 16 weeks in a row at the dearly every weekend with this 5G internet and this 
it didn't make sense, you know? But you just hold out hope that you're just wrong and crazy, like they say. I'm not crazy. I was just figuring it out. And this is like the short, undetailed version of what's going on. But honestly, I'm just like at my max now. You can't be like calling my friends, saying crazy stuff and being ugly. I'm not like that. I don't call. I don't text. I don't say anything to anybody. I literally don't. How you see me is how I am. I don't get wild. I don't get rage filled. I don't get ugly. I don't take things without asking. I don't disobey anything. But this is crazy. Like my business got ran into the ground and I didn't do that myself. And I'm having to build it from scratch. And it's hard. And I'm not the one to get online and say like, can you help me? But I was literally at my worst. And that's just the truth. And if I get in trouble for telling y'all this, that's fine. But this is my business and my life. This isn't just social media. It isn't just like a game. Like I worked so hard for this business to just watch it be ran into the ground and then be told I was crazy and it was all a coincidence. And, you know, all these things. Like it wasn't a coincidence. Me overpaying uh, for things that I never should have and all this money disappearing that wasn't a coincidence and getting sued frivolously by these two women who I loved so much and I've never said a terse word to in my entire life for absolutely no reason whatsoever and then for you to put them on your witness list. In this clip, she talks about, among other things, she talks about her email list and how it went from 70,000 to 21,000. And it's unclear what she's referencing here. I don't know if she had this conversation with her husband or not. However, when I was working for her, she asked me to figure out why our bill with our email marketing provider was so high. And so I researched that and I went in and realized that we had a bulk customer list. And then every time in the middle of the month when we would sell her box item, there would be a group of customers that were eligible to get that email, the customers who had purchased the month before. And instead of creating a segment of those email addresses, the person who was in charge was creating a new list of those contacts. And it was adding that to our total, even though they were duplicate email addresses. And so it was charging us a lot of money. And so I told her at length what was going on and said, if we want to lower our bill, we would just need to remove these lists. It wouldn't remove the contacts in our system, but it would remove these additional lists, which is causing us to have a higher bill. And so I don't know if that's what she's referencing, but she has referenced some other things before that were like super sketchy and that she had discovered and found out. And all of them have been something that I had had a conversation with her about that she's trying to twist. So I'm not sure what the backstory is with the email addresses, but any involvement that I had with any of the email contacts in our email marketing provider, I had talked with her at length about them and I do have the written correspondence to back that up. She also says and makes the comment, don't feel bad for me. Everybody tried to tell me and I just wouldn't listen. And this is something that she does. So if you'll notice, whenever she is talking about H or her theory, she'll say, well, H told the police this and in the police video this. And so she tries to blame other people so that she doesn't actually have to have accountability for things. And so it's just a pattern that I've noticed. And so she's trying to say this theory that she has, that she thinks she has proof of now is something that somebody else told her. And so she just should have listened to them. And so it's just something that I've noticed that I think is interesting. She says, why is everything being repeated on the internet when I'm not talking to anyone? 
Number one, as we've seen, there's plenty of footage of her being on the internet up until this time. Additionally, once again, most of the things that she thinks are inside information are actually just public records. She just seems to be unaware of that fact. She makes another comment and says, I don't get wild. I don't get ugly or rage filled. I don't disobey anything. And rewatching that back is very frustrating for me because she was literally served with a lawsuit that said, stop doing this. She was literally served with retraction letters saying, stop making these statements. Her own attorneys have told her to stop and yet she doesn't. And so to sit here and be crying and trying to blame someone else and say all of these things that this other person is doing, claiming that she doesn't do any of those things is just, it's just really rich. It just is. And then towards the end, she says that she's getting sued frivolously by two girls and she's never said a terse word. And then for you to put them on your witness list. Well, if what she's saying is true, that she has been accusing her husband of working with us for two years, and that's why they're getting divorced, it makes perfectly logical sense for us to be on the witness list. In fact, we should have been on hers, if I'm being frank, because if that's the basis for her reasoning to want to get a divorce and how she doesn't feel safe, then her own attorney should be calling us as witnesses to find out under oath if we have been working with her husband. But she has spun this entire narrative in that it, this is proof that he has been working with us the whole time, when in fact it's not. I don't know because I actually haven't had any contact with him, but logically thinking, I would put us on the list too, because he knew that he hadn't been in contact with us. And so he knew that we would be able under oath to say honestly that we have not had any contact with him. Of all the people in the world, you couldn't put your best friend, you couldn't put your best friend, you could put the girl I named my store after, and you could put Crystal in And Crystal's attorney looked over at me like, are you telling me that my client's on your husband's witness list? I'm telling you that. Is that disgusting? Isn't that gross? But that's what I needed to know. I needed that. So while he thought he was doing that, while you thought you were doing that, sir, to hurt my feelings, it didn't hurt my feelings. It helped me close a door. I literally almost died. Like, I didn't think I was worthy of living anymore. And I was. I was worthy and I was not wrong and I was not crazy. And at this point, I don't care. You can take every dollar I have. I don't care. Just please, I beg you to leave me alone. <laughs> Let me start my business over. Let me get sane again. Let me feel whole and normal. And let me be a message to other people that they do not need to give up. And they do not need to listen to somebody else tell them they're crazy because they're not crazy. <sighs> I will rebuild my business. I will. And I will be a message to somebody out there who's at the end of her rope, who feels like she's going nuts, who feels like somebody else just keeps telling her that you are crazy and you're making all this up. And he told me I willed this to happen on audio. Like, do you think I'm not going to play that one day after all this is over for my Instagram family? Do you think I'm not going to share with my friends the your voice telling me you just feared this would happen for so long and you just made it happen? I didn't make my business go away. I didn't make you want to take the $2 million in equity out of our home. I said, seems like you're just trying to like take the equity and run away. Like, I don't understand. And you kept telling me, you're just crazy. Why do you think that kind of stuff? Well, where are we right now? You can have it. If it means you'll never, ever mess with my brain again, you can have it. And if this is the reaction you want, you can have that too. But this is it for me. This is it. 
Like I'm done. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to waste another $400 an hour on another person fighting on my behalf. You can have what you want. Just leave me alone. Please, God, just leave me the f alone. Let me start my business over by myself. Let me be whole again. And if I have to make a video on social media so you understand, I will do it myself. I'm not asking for anything from anybody. I'll pound the pavement. I'll do pop-up shops by myself. I will restart all my store by myself. I'll rebuild every social media platform I have from scratch. Just please. If I... But that's the real story. And I'll tell you, when we sat in that room last week and I said out loud that those two girls were on his witness list. He only has, I think, seven witnesses. I have a hundred and something. Seven people. One of them is my counselor. I'm glad you put her. She She definitely needs to know. I had to seal all my court records because they're all ending up on the internet. And honestly, at this point, if they weren't sealed, it'd be a benefit to me because I sound like a really sane person for the shit that I'm going through. But I don't want attention. I don't want drama. I know that sounds crazy because I'm making a live video right now, but enough is enough. Like it gets to the point where this is real life. It's not just social media. This isn't just the platform that I use. I go to the store and people hug me that I don't even know. And they say, I'm praying for you and I have to be quiet. And I can't say like, hey, this is why I was crying when everybody thought I was crying about my dad. No, I was crying because I felt like I was being terrorized in my own home. I was crying because I couldn't understand why the exact words that my friends and I were repeating were on the internet. I was crying because every person that I knew on the entire planet was telling me, you need to get out of that house if you know what's good for you. I was crying because my attorney said, I've never had a client need their house swept for bugs and need a forensic accountant more than you do. And my husband said, no, we are not doing that. It doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense. But I grew up on social media. I've been sharing my life with the internet for 10 years. It's not, it's not something you do for attention or my page wouldn't be private right now. It's not something you do for attention or I wouldn't have made that post on Facebook to only me and then it accidentally shared to Instagram. But here we are. I'll talk about it. You can watch it under your fake profile. I don't care. You can record every word I'm saying and you can hand it back to your attorney if you want to. He knows the truth. And if he doesn't know the truth, that's not my problem. Jesus, me and you know, and that's all that really matters at the end of the day. That little boy upstairs, he knows too. And this is real gross for him. Just want you to know it's real gross for him. But at some point it's got to stop because thing is if I was dead right now the whole world would be paying attention I don't want attention I just want it to stop so take whatever you want take whatever's left so in this clip she begins and she's very emotional and she says that whenever she told us in the deposition that I and H were on her husband's witness list that my attorney said, you're telling me that my client is on your husband's witness list. And that did not happen. I read the deposition once again in its entirety in episode 22 in multiple parts and nowhere did my attorney ever say or even imply anything like that. So she is once again changing that narrative to fit what she is trying to portray here. She also said that that's what she needed to know to be able to close a door. So she's saying that her husband putting us on his witness list was the solidification of her theory that he's working with us all along. She also gets really emotional and says, I almost died. 
And she's referencing here, as she has many other times, that at some point she says that she had thoughts of self-harm. And once again, I want to be really sensitive to that and anyone else that may have those feelings at any point in time. And I'm not trying to downplay, nor can I even remotely speculate on the truth of that statement. But it is something that she does talk about frequently. And immediately when that happens, her comments usually speed up and everyone is trying to encourage her and saying that they're praying for her and that also kind of stirs up people to where the comments then turn into, oh, there's a special place in hell for them. I can't believe they're doing this to you and those kinds of things. She also says she doesn't want to waste another $400 an hour on a person fighting. She also talks about how her attorney told her that he's never had a client that needed a forensic accountant and their house swept for bugs as much as she did. And I would like to point out that she fired that attorney. I don't know why she fired that attorney, but she did. And so she's saying all of this as if her attorney is believing her and supporting her, but she actually fired that attorney. And she is the only reason that she is having to pay another person that's $400 an hour to fight for her. She also says, I had to seal all my court records because they were winding up on the internet. That statement in and of itself communicates that she is aware that people on the internet can access those court documents. So her argument that her husband has to be working with someone because how else would people know those details? She is admitting it right there that she knows that at some point people could access that. And so she had to request that they be sealed. How her followers do not catch on to that, I will never understand, but I don't know. It's a mystery to me. She also says the words that my friends and I were repeating were winding up on the internet. And once again, I would like to point out in her deposition, she would say, oh, well, this person was a party to conversations that I only had with Crystal. If that's the case, then I'm not the only person who had that information. If her words that she's saying to her friends are winding up on the internet, why is the first assumption that her husband is working with two former employees trying to destroy her by leaking information so that it can be posted on the internet rather than questioning the people who were saying the words? I don't know. She ends this with, she doesn't want attention. She just wants it to stop. However, just in the beginning of this video, she was waiting for more followers to join her video so that she could talk about this. And she talks about it at length. So claiming that she is not doing any of this for attention and that she doesn't want attention, it's just very contradictory to her actions and her words that she said just moments ago. Crystal, not you though. I'm not going to stop. I'll keep working for the rest of my life to defend myself. I did not defame you. I did not say anything ugly. I did not say anything wrong. I did not say anything untrue. And you know that and your attorneys know that. And I will literally keep working for the rest of my life so I can go all the way to trial to prove to a jury of my peers that I did nothing wrong. I did it. It's embarrassing. It is. But I'd walk through this fire again to be able to tell somebody else not to give up at the end. Because I almost did. And I can't imagine how different things would be if I had. So, from the bottom of my heart... uh. I just thank everyone for being supportive and for not giving up and wanting to shake me. I'm sure my friends just wanted to shake me. Oh, God, I can't pull my nose on this. Just wanted to shake me and tell me to wake up because I was just 
you know, you're just going through it. But um, I just ask that you guys just keep my family in your prayers and just pray that it gets easier and just take from this that if someone else is telling you that you're crazy, these situations that just do not make sense at all, like don't quit and don't give up and don't just stay quiet. You can tell the truth without being disparaging and that's hopefully what I'm doing here today. But at the end of the day, like I am not without sin. I am not without fault. I am a definitely an, an imperfect person all day long i was not the perfect human the perfect wife the perfect mom the perfect friend i was none of those things at all but nothing that i've ever done is worthy of the terror that i was put through the last two years by being made to feel like i was crazy and then to show up and hear that of the six seven people in the entire world that would vouch for you it would be the two people suing me for a million dollars for no reason so, I guess the only thing I can say at the end of the day is let's go. I'll go back to work. I'll spend every extra dollar I have on wasting money on these freaking $400 an hour attorneys. Just so I can get in front of people and a judge who will tell me, I understand. I hear you. You're not crazy. This really did happen. And it sucks and it's almost unbelievable. It would be unbelievable if it weren't so true. But it did. And the crazy thing is everyone always said, like, especially the police, they were like, the crazy thing is you always said the same story a million times and it's never changed, not once. Yeah, that's right. It's never changed. Same thing that was two years ago is still today. Now I just have a lot more proof. And a lot of the things, like I said, aren't illegal to do. They're just really. It's not illegal to have any of those people on your witness list. It's just disgusting, you know. So, this is where we are. I didn't want to cry today. I wanted to come home and take a nap. I just messaged my friends and said, I don't want to go anywhere for dinner tonight. I just want to work on case stuff, watch this TV show I really like called Ginny and Georgia, and take a nap. And then all hell broke loose because I accidentally freaking posted my diary on Instagram. Story of my life. But I do feel like all things happen for a reason. I really do. And I am even willing to risk getting in trouble for making this post. But again, I don't think I'm saying anything disparaging. My job has always been to be very transparent with you, not to get online and be like, hey, you want to buy my sweater? It's online. But to tell you the truth about my business. And so for the last two years, a lot of times I couldn't say what was going on in my life because I know what the hell is going on. So how am I supposed to get online and be like, hey, you want my sweater? When really I'm like, holy shit, I think someone bugged my attic. Turns out there's freaking four huge holes up there. And I'm being told three weeks after I've said that they're up there, that they're up there. Like, I didn't already say that out loud. Oh, it's just nuts. It's just crazy. So, at the end of the day, here we are. I don't know who put the stuff in the attic. Um, I just know I didn't. Although, he did say I got up there with the circular saw and cut them myself. And I'm like, what the hell is a circular saw? <laughs> what the fuck that is? <laughs> a butter knife in place of a screwdriver. <laughs> I never started this business like thinking I was going to have like this massive store or something. I just like to help people, whether I make like lashes or wigs or clothes or freaking paint that dries quick or whatever. I don't care. It's I've never had a, I've never been like, oh my God, I want to be like the biggest fashion brand on the planet. I like to solve problems. It's a bonus that I make money from it. But really, I don't, I think I'd make money because people trust my judgment and my, my, you know, like if I say like, hey, this sweater really doesn't itch. That's why I've worn it like three times. <laughs> really doesn't itch, surprisingly enough. It does, however, 
She won't wake up if you cry. So, but all that's part of like the grand scheme of things, I think. Um, and I'll tell you all about all that stuff after all this stuff is done, but. So at the beginning of this clip, the defendant says that she never said anything untrue and your attorneys know that, which I find interesting because this video is on February the 27th of 2022. Her deposition was 12 days prior where she repeatedly admitted that she had no evidence of any of her claims. Some of the quotes from that deposition are that she just decided something was true that she investigated it herself. She believed in her heart that it was true. And so for her to portray to her followers that she had this deposition and now my attorneys, H's attorneys, whoever your attorneys she's referring to know that she's telling the truth is just a complete 180 from what actually happened. She says that she is going to work so hard so that she can go all the way to trial so that a jury of her peers can see that she did nothing wrong. She also says that out of all the people that could vouch for you, so she's talking about her husband putting H&I on his witness list. And once again, that's not what that list is for. It is for people who have relevant knowledge of the situation at hand. And once again, she had accused him of colluding with us, and that is not the case. So that is why I personally believe his attorneys would have listed us on his witness list. She also says that the police always tell her that she's told the same story a million times and that it never changes. She also often says the truth never changes. However, we just witnessed in episode 22 in her deposition that she contradicted herself depending on the hour almost because there were so many inconsistencies just within her deposition that was all taken on the same day. And so it's very interesting that she says that her story never changes and that the truth never changes because what she says changes quite frequently. She also talked about not being able to just get online and saying, hey, do you want my sweater? When in reality, she thinks that somebody bugged her attic. Once again, she's referencing that she thinks her husband did this, that he was secretly recording her so that he could get inside information and then get that information to H&I so that we could then write about it on these troll blogs. And then she ends this clip by saying that she makes money because people trust her judgment. And so she had said in her sworn deposition that she hopes that people trust her opinion. And she said that her job is to get online and talk about her life. But she also acknowledged that she only makes money when people actually buy clothes from her. And so she has developed a pattern to where if she is having a sale or if she is trying to sell something, that she often gets on and drums up a lot of drama because she knows that it gets people's attention and they will shop for her. And she's admitting here, I make money because people trust my judgment. Yeah, that's it. All the stuff today was again triggered by the fact that I got a bunch of text messages this morning, a bunch of calls from friends saying, this is the information we're getting from Captain whatever. And it just got to be too much. And so I wrote a diary post about it, posted on Facebook, changed it to only me. Like I do have a hundred posts like that on my Facebook. So I'll, I'll like publish them all one day, but just not right now. For me, it's just like a place where I write stuff. And then I accidentally published it on Instagram when everybody else saw that. Yes, two of the, what, seven, eight witnesses 
of his are crystal. It just did not make any sense. Like if you're not talking to them, why are they on your witness list? <sighs> I don't get it. If you've never spoken to them. And I mean, the look on all their faces around the room when I said it was just like crystal look like this. Like it wasn't true. It's in the court documents. If they were unsealed, you'd see that. Uh, but I, again, cause I didn't want attention, asked that all my court records be sealed and they, it was granted. Um, but I mean, somebody's able to get on there and find all the information. I don't know how, like it was even on there that my kid had to talk to the judge before my kid talked to the judge. Like how would the internet know about that when the judge didn't know my kid was going to talk to her the next day? That stuff is not okay, guys. It's not okay. This is real life. It's not just like some place. So I don't know. And I don't know that justice will ever be served. I don't know that because again, what you know and what you can prove are two different things. And since I was never one of those people who was like writing down things, documenting things when camera footage would disappear from my house or any of that stuff, I wouldn't like document all of it because it was just something that happened. And I could remember it and repeat it a million times, but I didn't like document it that day or anything. And so maybe in the end of this, like none of that will ever matter, but I'm going to tell this to somebody on a platform large enough where they can hear me scream from the rooftops that they don't need to give up and they don't need to feel like they're crazy and they don't need to think that nobody's going to believe them because I have not for one second believed that nobody would believe me. That's never even been a question in my mind. I always knew that everybody would because I've always kept it super transparent with you on the internet. Again, I've been in this game for 11 years. It's a lot longer than most people you see, a lot longer than most Instagram people you see. I hate the term influencer, but that's what it is. You have an influence over people. And I regard that so much. It's not just like a place that I can make money. If it was, I wouldn't have lost like $5 million a year the last two years. I didn't give a shit about that. All I cared about was being normal and feeling normal and not feeling like I was losing my freaking mind. But in my house, I was being told I was crazy. But turns out, I guess I wasn't, was I? It's not that crazy when it's true. Actually, maybe it's more crazy when it's true. I don't know. But at the end of the day... Hope you're recording this because one day it's going to help someone. I know it. I know it is. And anybody recording this for ugly reasons, hopefully it helps you too one day. Realize that you can only push people so far before they will fight back. I can only be like walked all over and taken advantage of and made to look like a fool for so long before I finally say enough is enough. So at the beginning of this clip, she talked about their faces in the room. She's referring to the deposition whenever she said that her husband had listed H&I on his witness list. And she kind of mocks me and shows the face that I made whenever she said that. And honestly, it was a pretty good impression, if I'm being honest, that I look like it wasn't true. And the look on my face was disbelief because I was so confused at that moment. Again, I didn't know what the basis was for her wanting a divorce, for him filing a counterclaim. And so finding that out in the middle of that deposition, I was confused. And I did have that look on my face because that is the first time that I had ever heard anything about that. She mentions again that her divorce records are sealed. And she was like, if they were unsealed, you could see that. And so she's admitting here that she knows that people could have found that information out. Uh, regarding the details in her divorce. And so once again, she's claiming that there's all this inside information on one hand. And then on the other hand, saying that 
she recognizes that the documents are sealed because before that people could find that information out. She talks specifically about how it was written on the internet that her kid was going to be talking to the judge before the judge even knew that. And number one, no posts were produced about her child talking to the judge with any dates whatsoever, but it was put on the court website there's specifically an event that says that the judge will be conferring with the child. I don't know the date that that was posted or what date she is alleging that it was posted on the Reddit site or GoMe or whatever. But in the past and in the evidence that she turned over saying that there was inside information on the internet before it was made public, she had submitted some Reddit posts about her deposition, also some Reddit posts about the request for admissions and I was able to show the date that those things were posted on Reddit versus the date that they were posted publicly online. And they were posted well before online on the court websites that are free to the public before they were ever talked about on the internet. And so I suspect the same situation has happened here. She also says she was never a person that was documenting anything when camera footage would be deleted. And in the early stages of this lawsuit, my attorney sent over a request for production, and that means that she was supposed to submit any proof that she had whatsoever. So produce this proof of your claims because she claimed an affirmative defense of truth. Show us the proof. And so she's saying that she never really was a, someone who documented anything, but she was given explicit instructions to do just that. And so any person who was being sued for saying things that I'm saying this is not true and you're asked to provide proof, at that point in time, if you aren't someone who documents things, you need to start documenting them. She also says that she is going to tell this story on a platform one day, a big enough platform so that people can hear it and be encouraged that they're not crazy. Once again, anyone who may try to share her story, I think that would just be unwise because I'm not sure why someone would voluntarily share the story of someone who's already been proven in a unanimous jury verdict to be lying about all of this because that would open up that person or that entity for legal action as well. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Yeah, it's so true. I sing that song it's like, mom, you sing that song all the time. Yeah, because it's so true. It's like I'm talking to myself. So I just want you guys to pray that that in the legal system, they see what has been done and that they do what's fair and just and what's right. And I don't want any, I don't want a cent extra than I deserve. I'll take extra cents off just to get away quicker. But I just pray that somebody sees what happened. And I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me. I don't want anything like that. I just want someone to understand what happened and see that it's not okay for that to happen to anybody. Like, and I promise I'll take every dollar I make, every extra little bit, and I would just use it to help people going through this situation going forward. Because there's got to be some kind of help for people who are made to feel like they are crazy when they are having bad things done. Because this is not okay. It's not okay to be being sued by someone that you did not do anything wrong to. It is not, I've spent hundreds, oh God, I've spent so much, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on this stupid lawsuit for nothing. For literally, for what? For heartache? Like, no reason at all. And then to know that those are the people that 
on your witness list. You've got to be kidding me. It's disgusting. Oh, my God. Where is your best friends? Where are the people who are in our house for months at a time? Where are they? Why is it the people that are suing your company and your wife? Explain that to me. Or don't. Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. That's what I beg and plead for. Please just leave me alone. So, it doesn't make me this sad every day. It made me this sad today because I didn't want to have to talk about it yet. Uh, but, I mean, I, it was my fault for not realizing that because Meta owns Facebook and Instagram, you post it one place, it's going to post the other. So, gaslighting, that is what it's called. That is what it's called. I'm glad you didn't give up. Thank you. Me too. Because I really was, like, thinking I was crazy. It's not what you see on the camera. And for the few people who think they know they don't, I'd be happy to educate you. Oh, what happened? Did any of his friends hop on? One of the two? I don't know. I can't even... I'm not going to scroll through all the good people's comments so I can go see the one idiot. I don't know. That Would that just justify all this? Would that... Mm, I don't know. He seemed like he didn't care, but maybe he did. Mm, okay. Well, one out of 10,000 comments, I guess. It's got to be that one guy. For the last two years, my answer has been, I have to give this deposition, and if I say how things feel or things look, it's going to look like you're very involved with them. So I don't want to do that. So you need to tell me what's happened and how it's happened so I can protect you. And so I can make sure that, like, we're all on the same page here, that the, is it, it isn't what it seems. And there was zero of that. And I think that's what got everybody so concerned with why is there no help with this lawsuit that you're in? Why is there no, if you don't have to work, how come there's no help? How come you don't want to, to do anything? The only thing, question that was ever asked are where are text messages from your old phone? And suddenly that phone disappeared. So again, all facts. So I think that's why I feel comfortable talking about it so much because nothing that I say is an opinion. It's all facts all the time. So that's where we are. And I hate that I have to talk about it today. I really do. And really, I just want to run away. And like, my house is getting sold now. So I can cash out the equity because he wants it. So fine. Just leave me alone, please. And I'll never let somebody tell me I'm crazy again. I'm not crazy. I was just right. Figuring it out. There's a big difference. It should be a crime. Be to be a human, you're right. But it's not. But that's hard, too, because, like, what do you tell your kid? Like, what do you say? Like, hey, I'm sorry. The questions that we had for so long that, you know, what do I tell him? Why is Crystal part of dad's divorce? I don't know. I don't know what to say. Why are these trolls sending you direct links to the mean things they're saying? And only they would know how much money to the penny I make every month. Only they would know how much my PPP loan was. Only they would know all these things. Like, I purposely didn't tell you all so many things because... I knew that they were on the internet and I hadn't talked about them publicly. So that stuff I did document. And that is what's going to help me win the trial if we ever get to go that far. I'm not worried about that because I'm going to get all my attorney fees back. I'm not stopping until I'm at trial. I 100%. I'm not scared about that. I'm not scared about any of this. Just pisses me off the second part because I got, I feel stupid. Because I feel like for so long I was like believing that I was crazy and believing that I was like, it, I know it looks like this, but it has to be something else. My counselor said she's told the same story 2,000 times and told me 2,000 situations where every single one of them point to you, but at the end of every single one of those stories, she says, but it can't be him. And nobody wants somebody else to be guilty would say it can't be him. But I say that every time because I just didn't want it to be.
She says at the beginning of this clip that she wants to take every dollar she makes and help other people that might find themselves in this situation. She also says it's not okay to be being sued by someone for no reason when she didn't do anything wrong. She has not stopped defaming me even to this day after the judgment and verdict have been in. And so it is kind of mind blowing to watch her say that she's being sued for no reason and she hasn't done anything wrong. She's actually been given repeated documentation of her wrongdoing. So it's pretty interesting to watch her say that over and over again. She starts talking to one of the people commenting. The person had commented and said, do you think it's because of the way you talk to your husband? He seemed like it didn't bother him, but maybe it did. And so the defendant doesn't like that and says, well, I don't really know. Does that warrant all of this? And says something like, I'm not going to scroll through all of the nice comments just to find the one negative. And so whenever she says, if you know, that it's weird for people to go to another online forum and talk about her and say negative things when they could just say them to her, this is what happens. She will call them out. That person probably got blocked. She doesn't allow people on her own social media to have any sort of opinion or ask a question that could be perceived as negative. She talks about that she was trying to avoid giving her deposition and she would tell her husband, if I have to give this deposition, I'm going to have to say that I think it's you. And so can you just please tell me so that I can protect you? And I would like to draw attention to the fact that this mirrors exactly what she told H. When she tells H, oh, the FBI confirmed that Crystal has nine profiles on Gomi, or when she admittedly lied to H and told her that she had IP addresses, and she was repeatedly saying to H, just tell the truth so I can protect you. She did the exact same thing to her husband while she's trying to prove this wild theory that she has. And once again, he didn't do any of that, so he's not agreeing to admit to anything, very much like H did. And so she's saying that you just have to tell me so that I can protect you. This is a tactic that she uses whenever she thinks something. She will lie and say that she has proof of the thing to try to get you to confess. And then she will say, you have to tell me so I can protect you. She also makes an interesting comment and says, nothing that I say is an opinion. She says it's all facts all the time. So when she frequently says that, oh, it's just my opinion, or even now on her Instagram bio, her account says opinions only or something like that. Any reasonable person knows that she presents her false and defamatory narrative as fact. She also says when she's talking about her son that trolls send him links to mean and nasty things. I would like to point out nothing has ever been turned over in that regard. There has never been a screenshot or a document that says this is what was sent to my son. It's this link to this blog. But she does say that often. I just question why was nothing submitted to that effect? If you're alleging that I or H or somebody is sending these horrible things to your son, why is there no documentation of that? She also says when she's explaining to her son, I don't know why do these people know my exact paycheck, which once again, no post was ever produced that had her paycheck amount on it. But she did admittedly in her deposition have to submit financial information to Inc. 5000 and her revenue numbers were posted publicly. And she knows that. She also says that nobody would know the exact amount of my PPP loan. Well, 
that is public record. And someone on the video actually comments and says the PPP information is public record. So she's giving examples of things that someone would only know if they either had access to her finances or she's implying that her husband gave this information. When in reality, both of those things are public information. She also says that she did document certain things and that's going to help her win at trial and she is not worried about it at all and that she is going to get all of her attorney fees back and she will not be stopping until she gets to trial. We did in fact go to trial. However, nothing else was ever turned over. So the things that she's saying she documented weren't in the initial discovery that we received, nor were they subsequently submitted. Additionally, the defendant will not be getting her attorney fees back. I pray that somebody can use all this for good one day. And not for, I don't feel like that anymore because now I know what's going on. And now, obviously, I mean, honestly, putting them on the list was like the best thing because I think it was done to like scare me further or make me think crazy. But really, all it did was like solidify things. And I don't really, I don't even know if, I don't want to say if I knew or not, if one of them, or if I believe that both of them knew, or one definitely did for sure. <laughs> the other one, I don't know. She looked like she might not have actually known, but who am I to judge? I am no judge of character. Yes, I got two BBP loans. Or are they trying to record? I don't know. That's what I said. What is the point of recording things in my house? It's so weird. Like you literally could tell me. Okay, the PPP loan info, if the information is public, that's all well and fine. But the problem was it was recorded. It was written on the internet before I'd ever got the second one. So there's no way it would be written on the internet what I got when I didn't officially get it yet. So thank you for continuously being the only person in this entire video sticking up for them. Good for you. I'm glad they have someone in their corner. Um, but it would help if all that information was actually true before it was spoke about on the internet. Same with how it was written on a Wednesday that my kid was meeting with a judge on a Friday, but on Thursday, she did not know she was meeting with my kid on a Friday. She doesn't even know all the stuff that I've told you today. We have not, she's literally heard nothing about any of this stuff. She does not know anything. I have not seen those things yet because honestly, I didn't know how to form the words and we, I'm not worried about that. First, you go through the part with your kid first. So, it shouldn't be written about on Wednesday, something that's happening on Friday, on Wednesday when nobody even knows as of Thursday. So try again. I'm willing to listen to both sides. Trust me. There just isn't anything. No, not they. I don't believe they bugged my house at all. I believe did. I don't know about the what's the point of listening. I don't know. This I don't get that either. It's like, what do you want to hear? Literally. I don't understand. The same day he said he was getting a COVID test, he said he was winterizing the pipes. But I recorded myself on like Instagram stories talking to y'all, talking to him up in the attic. Thank God I did, because later on that ended up being very important. I don't understand. If you go be over it now, he's gonna be real mad that I said all this out loud today. And he knew it was like driving me nuts that I couldn't say anything to y'all about the list or about the how those two girls were involved or not involved. Because I don't know that they, I don't know their opinions. I don't know anything about them. All I know is I'm being sued for a million dollars for telling y'all what they did. And I did not lie. I did not say anything ugly. I did not disparage anybody. I did not defame anybody. I never said anything knowingly, knowing it was a lie. I would absolutely, literally never do that in my life. I would feel so bad for my own self, like to my own self if I did that. So I just wouldn't. Also, why lie when the real truth is crazy as hell anyway? So what do you got to make up? You literally don't. Also, everything I say, I got receipts for it. I got a story in my stories. I got 
everything. I got screenshots, whatever it is. I got all the things. I got six cell phones of data worth of millions of details. So in the beginning of this clip, she talks about whenever she told us at the deposition that H and I were listed on her husband's witness list. And she's saying that one of them definitely knew, but the other one acted like maybe she didn't know. And she's referencing H being the one that maybe didn't know. And she's saying that I for sure knew, even after she has already said and mocked the face that I made because I was so confused and perplexed. So she's also answering the person who said that PPP loan information is public. And she kind of goes on a rant and is like, oh, why are you supporting them? And that kind of thing. And all this person said was PPP loan information is public. And so the defendant took it negatively and got irritated with this person. And then she kind of goes on a rant and says, yeah, but nobody even knew that we were getting the second PPP loan when that information was said on the internet. And she says, when I didn't officially get it yet. Well, if nobody knew that she was officially going to get it yet, including her and her husband, then it wouldn't make sense for it to be on the internet as fact if she didn't even know yet if she was going to get it. But once again, she also never produced the post and the date that it was posted before it was public record. She just says these things and her followers are like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Absolutely. She also says that it was listed on Reddit when her son was meeting with the judge before the judge even knew. And the judge and the court set that date and time. And so it would be impossible for anyone else to know that information and write about it anywhere before the judge knew because the judge and the court have to set that date and time. So that also doesn't make sense. But now no one on her video dares to comment on that because the one person who just said PPP loan information is public is currently being called out and the defendant is saying, oh, well, why are you on their side? She also says that she, once again, is being sued for no reason. She did not lie. She didn't disparage anyone. She didn't say anything that she didn't know was true. She also says she has receipts for everything. So once again, 12 days prior to the time of this video in her sworn deposition, she admittedly has no proof, no factual information whatsoever of any of her claims. However, when she gets on a live video with her internet friends, the story completely changes and suddenly she has all of this proof. Nothing was ever turned over. Once again, it couldn't be turned over because she made all of this up, but it's just an interesting contrast to see her say and admit that she has no proof and then to tell her followers something completely different. I'm just over all this and I just want to be left alone and I pray that I can be left alone soon and that I just don't understand how the two people suing me for a million dollars are on my spouse's witness list for my divorce if you don't have anything to do with that whole situation. To me, isn't that like a mad conflict of interest? Like I have to get an attorney to represent my business and you have to be able to speak to him too. But then your witnesses to protect you and your divorce are the same people that are suing me. So I don't know the law, but I feel like that's a conflict of interest. I don't know. So we'll see. In the meantime, I'm just keep on working 
and keep on paying for all these people to go fight, which I wish we could just all walk into a room and have to tell the truth. That would be a whole lot better, but that's not how this works. Sister, log in and change my passwords. We have done that 4,000 times. I used to spend like two hours a day doing that. Dirty dogs lie together. I don't know why you need witnesses, but possible that they have something on him for him to be in cahoots with them. I don't know. Still sucks and definitely doesn't justify it, but I don't understand why he would be in contact with them. You and me both. I don't understand either. I don't understand why, what you would need to talk to them. Why would they be good judges of your, especially because they didn't like you at all. Literally, like literally at all. Had nothing positive to say ever. So I'm not sure how they're suddenly better judges of character than your very best friends in the world. But I guess, I don't know. You wouldn't want those, your best, best friends on your witness list, would you? Because then they would have to talk about what role they have. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. I, if I have to pay for a million years, if I have to keep on working just to pay for attorneys to fight this stuff, I'm never going to give up till everything is all the truth is out and everything is on the table and everybody knows what happened and how I'm not dead. That's all I care about is not giving up because this is just nuts. Enemies team up even if they hate each other. It's so weird, too. But eventually everyone will tell on everyone. So why not just like come out and say what it is now before you have to keep on spending money? Because if there's one thing I ain't, it's a quitter. And mama didn't raise no chump. I'm not going to, I'm literally out. If you say I said something I didn't say, I will never stop defending myself. I don't care how long I have to work. I'll get 10 jobs. I literally don't care. I'll start to go fund me. I do not care. I'm not above it. Not joking. I will, if you say I said something I didn't say, I will not quit till everybody knows I did not say that. I'm very happy I actually get to have surgery, though. I'm having surgery on right here on my arm, here on my elbow, and then I'm going to have surgery on my, hopefully, my other elbow in April if this one heals good. And then I'm going to have surgery on my left foot in June and my right foot in July. That I just kept asking the same questions over and over again. Like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. Like, I don't understand. Like, it looks like things are, it looks like he's, like, trying to do stuff on purpose or it looks like he's, like, just didn't make sense, you know? Why does it look like he's like sticking up for Crystal? It doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't understand. He said for so long that they were so guilty and they were so bad and they were so horrible and they did all these mean things, but the actions and the words didn't line up. There was no like helping me even print the website. Like it wouldn't help me print the website or anything until May of this year. And why wait till there's 150 pages deleted before you print off the website when you don't even have a job, you don't have to work. So it just didn't make sense because if somebody was suing my husband for a million dollars over something he did not do at all, I would be freaking out. I'd be losing my mind or like, holy shit, let me do whatever I can. All hands on deck to figure it out. There was nothing. There was no surprise whenever I told them about the lawsuit. There was no surprise ever. Just There was just no nothing. And, and that was, I think, such a red flag to so many people who were just like, this doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't you like be helping her try to figure out like, at least I would say, go to the blog and look at a sentence and see if you can attach that sentence to a personal conversation that we've had or a personal experience. And there was zero of that, none. And so it was a huge red flag. But then to be told you're crazy for two years and then to find out that they're like people that are supposed to vouch for him later on, like what? This is not real life. So while you all thought I was like crying because my dad died, this is why I was crying because I'm literally like losing my family and I don't understand What's going on? I don't understand how I could be still crazy from all this when I'm not crazy. This does not make sense. How is every single thing that I'm saying, like, they would not know any of this information. And, like, why didn't you just let them do the dumb shit they did and stay out of it? It just doesn't make sense. 
So now it does because I see that there's like a, you know, something to gain from it monetarily. And it is what it is. Like, okay, then just take it and leave me alone at this point. But I've never talked about all these details. I've never said anything because it was just embarrassing. Why do they always say H and C and on the troll blog? But they say names all out loud. That's so dumb. Like me and I went to the police and we sat there and said that she logged in and out and talked to herself. So why, why are we going backwards on what we said now? I don't understand that. Like it doesn't make any sense. I have no reason to make this stuff up. I literally didn't. In the beginning of this clip, she says something that's very interesting. She says and acknowledges that she has to get another attorney because her existing attorney is a conflict of interest. The date is February the 27th of 2022. And she learned this on February the 15th of 2022 because she had fired her original attorney. Then she had her divorce attorney representing her. And it was said in the deposition, hey, this is a conflict of interest because your husband is also being sued for defamation as an extension of you via the marriage and also as an extension of the business. And so therefore, her divorce attorney cannot represent her fully in this civil case. And so I just want to point out that she admitted that, that she knows that as of the deposition, but also as of February the 27th of 2022 in this video. She also starts making comments about H&I being on the witness list. And she's saying that we didn't even like him. And that's a common tactic that she has. She tried to use that with H as well. And to try and sort of drive a wedge with people, she'll say, oh, well, she didn't even like her or they didn't even like him or something like that. And that's neither here nor there, but it's just a common tactic that she uses. In addition to saying, oh, you have to confess to this so that I can protect you. She also will say, oh, well, this person doesn't like that person to try and create some animosity so that she can get someone to go along with her wild theories. I would also like to point out that she was saying that she's going to work so hard no matter what, and that she would even start a GoFundMe if it required. She then starts talking about some surgeries that she needs to have, and she starts talking about the dates that she wants to have them. And I'm just pointing that out now because like she does often, whenever she is about to start another narrative, she starts setting it up in advance. And so I just want to mark that in this video on the 27th that she is talking about having surgery. She also said, why does it look like he is sticking up for H and I? And in the sworn deposition, when the defendant was under oath, she actually said that this folder that she found on her husband's computer had my name on it and that it looked like that he was sticking up for me and not H. But as is customary, once she gets in front of her internet audience, her story changes to fit her narrative. And so here she's saying that it looked like he was trying to help both of us. She also talks about how her husband didn't help her print out the website until 150 pages were deleted. She has said before in her very first ever Campaign of Lies post on November 13th, 2020, also in the police body cam footage from November the 9th of 2020 that she had already screenshotted all of the pages on Gomi before this even started. So here she's saying that she was missing 150 pages and why wasn't he helping her once again contradicting herself? Does she have all of the pages screenshotted or does she not? 
then she mentions that it never made sense to her, but now she understands because her husband has something to gain monetarily. Once again, the math does not add up here. And her husband gaining monetarily from this makes absolutely zero sense because at this point in time, before the divorce, he is able to enjoy and benefit from 100% of the money that they have as a married couple. If they divorce, he is only entitled to or able to enjoy half of everything, arguably, if Texas is a 50-50 community property state. So say there's a million dollars. Instantly, he's only has access to 500,000. Why would that make sense? It doesn't make any sense. Also, why would I be in cahoots with him and offer to, I don't know, give him a cut of whatever I get in the lawsuit? Why would I incur attorney's fees in a very long and drawn out trial? Why would H incur attorney's fees only at the end? to be in cahoots with her husband and give him a portion of the money. Like the math ain't mathin'. It's just not, it does not make any sense whatsoever. Not logically, not even a far-fetched sense somewhere. None of it makes sense. And nobody is questioning her on this. It's, it's very, very mind-blowing. In her mind and in the mind of her followers, this is revolutionary, mind-blowing information that he has put us on his witness list. And therefore that is proof that he is colluding with us. The whole thing is ridiculous. Then she ends the clip by talking once again. Oh, when H and I went to the police, H told them that she logged in and out and talked to herself on these profiles. And that didn't happen in the police video. But once again, this is a tactic that she uses where she says that someone else says something rather than taking responsibility for it herself. Where's the money going? You tell me, sis. How'd I find out? Mm, ask enough questions. Do you still get to stay in your house? I could stay in my house if I wanted to. I do not want to. I'm never going to feel safe there. I'm never going to feel like it's like, it's a 13,000 square foot house, like 8,900 8, or something under air conditioned, but 13,000 under roof. And I would never feel like I could breathe freely in that home again, you know? And if I have to sell it to be able to like, here's the thing. Our tax records came out in June. And when my house was appraised for double, my first question was, why the hell didn't you protest them? Why, who would want to pay double in their taxes unless you have some intention of selling it later on for, for, and keep, you know, for the profit? Like it didn't make sense. And then here we are. I guess that must have been just a coincidence. A good actor. That is definitely true. You and, and I think that's the hard part too, dealing with all this now. You're just like, wait a minute. I don't understand. Like, how is that person, and then you listen to so many other people getting divorced and they say the same thing, like, how is it such a totally different human? So he was telling them what they needed to, I don't know what he was telling them. I just know that exact things that would happen in my home were repeated after they were gone. And I do believe that they did the things that, that I had said that they'd done or that and I went to the police and said that they'd done had reiterated that to me before too and I just thought like that makes me feel crazy though why would you say things that like why do you like you co-sign on things that you know make me feel like that's invasive or whatever and like he was always okay with like saying stuff like that that would like make me feel more scared I don't feel scared at all now do you feel like he wanted the house to be built to go through this plan and sell the house to cash out 
Um, I don't believe that was his intention until after 2019. I bought the house, the land for the house, um, while we were separated in 2017. He is a 1% owner and we're together for 16 years. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't anything. I want to be void of emotion. I just want the crazy stuff to stop and it just isn't. I don't know how to ever make it. But I just want you guys to know what's going on because if something happens to me, you have to know that my intentions are always good. And also, if something's happening to you and you feel like you're going crazy right now, like you're not going crazy. Don't let anyone make you feel like you're nuts. If someone's telling you you're crazy, they need to. you need to go see a counselor because the counselor will tell you that they're not allowed to tell you that. Just like my counselor did too. She actually said... My counselor said I'm one of the most consistent clients she's ever had considering the amount of trauma that I've been through. So I'd take that as a positive. Someone may have asked um, because my doctor prescribed it to me, but I didn't like to take it. And I've told you guys a thousand times over the last several years, I did not like it. And so I just stopped taking it during COVID when I got COVID in January and I never took it again. And I love that I don't take it. My brain feels so normal. So you think he changed at some point during all this or... He was with them the whole time. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know when. Told you were crazy. Yeah. Don't listen to somebody who tells you you're crazy. I remember there was more of a reaction about me taking out of my will than there was that I was getting sued. So that was very odd to me. Why is there more of a reaction? Why are you more angry that I took this girl out of my will than you are that I'm being sued for a million dollars over something I didn't do? Listen, my friends are on here right now and they'll tell you there's like seven more layers to this. It's so nuts and it's all true and it's all provable, but just a lot of it isn't technically like illegal. It's just shitty to do. Short recap of why we split up. I mean, I'm getting a divorce and the two people suing me are on my husband's witness list. There's not much more I need to say than that. In the end, if you learn anything from this, it's always trust your gut. Oh my God, if I could tell you anything, it's that you should trust your gut. This girl in here, she knows all the Thanks, she really does. Like, there's no one that's smarter than that belly of yours. Big or little, fat or skinny, she knows everything. You need to listen to her because I didn't listen to her ever. And I wish I did because every single thing that I had a question about ended up being right. Every single question that I had ended up being correct. Like, no things that I ever questioned, no people that I questioned in the beginning ended up not having anything to do with it later on. Every situation that I had questions of for years, like I would say, why are you letting that person come over our house? This doesn't make sense. Oh, lo and behold, there's a problem later. Here we go. It shows up. You know, those pictures where like, imagine if you can imagine like a bunch of pictures in the red string going all the way around. We have, that's, that's our life. Uh, the first time we separated because I asked him if he would sign something saying he would never take more money than, oh my God, I feel so stupid saying this out loud. So at Bayou Jacks, which is why we went back to Bayou Jacks this year, because my kid asked to, um, I said, we signed something saying that you will never take more money from me than what you've earned because he was acting really irresponsible. And he said no. So I moved out. When all this is done, you need to rent a big venue and sell tickets to have us come listen to the whole story that's like my dream i swear it really is i know oh the same kind of lawyer that took the first case because this ain't the first time she did it yeah that's the truth too somebody said what kind of lawyer took that case that's what i said
so the defendant talked a lot about her house and how she is selling it, but she doesn't have to. She just doesn't feel safe there. And she also talks about how it was mysterious that her taxes doubled and that her husband didn't protest them. I would like to point out that her home was a new build. And oftentimes when you purchase the land and you receive your property taxes, because the land doesn't have a house on it, the taxes are lower than when you put a house on it. So I don't actually know why her taxes were so high, but I could speculate that perhaps she was comparing it to the property taxes that were listed before the home was complete. But regardless, her husband not refuting the property taxes is not evidence that he is in cahoots with people to terrorize her and destroy her life so that he can benefit monetarily. Once again, if those property taxes are high, they're high for him too. She's saying that as if it means something and it proves her point further. But once again, it it doesn't prove anything. It actually makes it sound more illogical. She also says the words that things that were repeated in her home after H and I were gone. So her entire narrative was the only reason that certain things were posted on Gomi or Reddit was because H and I were there and we had this inside information. So once we were not there anymore, she needed a reason why things would still continue to pop up on the internet. And this is the narrative that she chose. She quite literally chose to break apart her marriage, the father of her son, and loop that into this narrative that she had started when a long time ago, she could have just admitted when she got the lawsuit or when she got the first retraction letter, you know what? I think I might have this wrong. But instead, she kept going. She once again talks about how she's being sued for no reason and that there was more of a reaction when she took her husband's best friend out of her will than there was from him when they were served the lawsuit. And so she's trying to imply that he knew the lawsuit was coming. It was part of this grand plan when once again, that makes no logical sense. It makes no logical sense for him to willingly participate and collude with someone who was going to sue his wife and therefore him and his business and therefore him. He would be incurring legal fees and also any amount of money that he would get as a result of me splitting some sort of judgment with him would be reduced. He could have just kept all of the money by staying married to her. It doesn't make any sense. Towards the end, someone commented and said, what kind of lawyer would take her case? And then she uses that to bring up the fact that I had sued my prior business partner, which I've talked about previously. And the defendant likes to use that and say that I'm a serial extortionist because I had been in a prior lawsuit. And once again, that lawsuit had nothing to do with anything like this. It was just a breach of contract towards the end of our partnership. Um, I do still love like I've loved I was she was 17 years old when I hired her. I just I think I don't know it's just hard. I trusted my gut the day you were talking to Crystal outside the warehouse before you hired her. Discernment is a strong feeling and it's 99% correct. Did the blog start when you guys separated the first time? The blog started uh, August of or no April of 2012 actually. 
I've already forgiven him, but also she, I have forgiven her and I've forgiven all of them. It is not my job not to forgive somebody the Bible tells me to forgive. That's Jesus' work. They got a lot to do. Are we having to split the sale of our house? Yes. Forgiveness is one thing, but never forget. Is and Crystal the same person? No. Feels nice when you can just say whatever because it's actually true and on paper. Didn't make any sense at all. But I saw that too when I like, because you start printing everything out to try to get all your details in a row because you're wanting to figure out like what is going on this whole time. But unless there's some kind of agenda, which we like that word, don't we? Anyways. Okay. Well, I'll let y'all go. I just needed to get on here and vent a little bit because it makes me so frustrated to know that somebody could be being deceitful. Why can't we all just get in a room and tell the truth? You want to know the worst things I've ever done? We can talk about them. I've done a million things I'm not proud of in this life. I'll show my receipts with all the bad things I've done too, just because it makes it more interesting. Worst things I've ever done in front of my congregation. I know what those worst things are when I said it. And like I said, I'm not a perfect person, but I've never terrorized anybody. I've never talked about anybody on the internet before. I've never intentionally tried to be hateful to somebody on purpose. That is not my style. It's not my jam. And now I'm about to go watch the Virginia and Georgia and take a bath and work on all my case stuff and write my attorney an email and explain why I got on this video. He's probably gonna be so mad, but it is what it is. Again, it's not illegal. Towards the beginning of this clip, she is talking about H and I and how she has forgiven H a long time ago. Then she goes on to say that she does love her and she had been in H's life since H was 17 and that she's forgiven me too. She's forgiven all of us because that's Jesus's work and he has a lot of work to do. She also talks about how she was printing everything out and getting all of her details in a row and that she's going to show all of her receipts. And once again, nothing was ever turned over. So if you have receipts of all of your claims, the best place to turn those over would have been in this lawsuit. But she can't turn over those receipts because they don't exist because this is all a fabrication. She also says that she's never spoken poorly about anyone on the internet. She has said this before, but as we have seen in prior episodes, she has talked about many people on the internet negatively, not just me and not just H. Now you can add her husband to that list. And additionally, the account that she made, I'm a teacher and a troll, to speak negatively to someone who she suspected of being a troll. Also, she spoke negatively about her prior interior designer. Also, I have read in a prior episode the Google reviews and Yelp reviews, and some of them had said that she called them out or talked poorly about them. So she says that she would never do that and she has never done that, but there are multiple documented cases of her doing just that. She at the end says that she's going to write her attorney an email because he's going to be so mad that she talked about all of this. So she is aware that her attorneys don't want her addressing any of this on social media. She has done it anyway. I do believe this was intentional because of the comment that she made about the judge finding out about H and I and who we are. And the judge is going to know now because her husband is going to show them that post. And so she is acting as if this was purely an accident. My personal opinion is that's not the case. After this live video, she did go on to make a story towards the end of the evening. I don't want today to happen like it did, but 
Guess I'm glad I did in front of y'all. I love y'all. And some trolls are still angry because I haven't added all the people that sent me friends requests yet. And I guess they're still out there and can't see it land. So this story, after this live video, she is saying that she loves her followers and she is so thankful for the support and that some trolls are mad because she has not accepted their friend request. And so I point that out only to say that her narrative is that I am all of the trolls, H is the, all of the trolls. Now she's looping in her husband and his best friend being all of the trolls. And if that's the case, then her talking about all of these other trolls that she has not accepted their friend request yet and they're upset, that really doesn't line up with her narrative that the trolls are made up of myself, H. Now she's including her husband and his best friend. So now this new season of her narrative is that not only have I sought out years ago to destroy her life and her business, I got H to work with me. Now she is also saying that directly to her internet followers that her husband has been in cahoots with H&I to try and destroy her, to try to make her have to sell her house. And the premise behind it, she says that her husband has an agenda and that he is going to benefit monetarily, which makes no mathematical sense. It also makes no logical sense. But that is the newest narrative that she is selling to all of her followers. Next time on False and Defamatory. I have never once doubted in my life that anybody would believe the things I say. The more and more people are starting to tune in, the crazier her allegations get. This is a huge bombshell. Obviously, we're all working together to try and destroy her life, which makes zero logical sense. It also makes zero mathematical sense. But her followers go along with it anyway. Mm -mm. I got to figure out, do I write my back to my FBI people that I'm supposed to be writing? Or do I show y'all clothes and then really fill it tomorrow? We know from her deposition that all of the times before that she mentioned the FBI, she actually never had a meeting with them. She said that she corresponded with them two or three times and that the substance of that conversation was that she told them what was going on and they told her that they were sorry. I was doing so well in my life and then I hired Captain Crazy and life went to sh very quickly after that with my business. I could have told y'all everything that happened a year ago, two years ago, but I didn't want to because I didn't want sympathy. I didn't want anybody to feel bad for me. I didn't want people to order because they felt guilty. And has now used it to cause another legal delay. And I was livid. I have not been able to talk about this with anyone besides my husband, some close friends and my attorneys since this all started. And at that moment, that opportunity was ripped away from me once again, and I was livid. I will literally pay a million dollars to make sure that I am heard and seen and validated and that the correct story with all the receipts is brought to justice because I have literally never told anybody in all of this, even in exaggeration. If you have these receipts and you are being sued, the time to produce those isn't when all of this is over at your party. It is now while you are in the lawsuit.
The False and Defamatory podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Crystal Wrighton, with music by Harry B. Ragsdale, who also serves as my audio engineer. First and foremost, I would like to thank my guests who generously shared their time and insight with us. I would also like to thank my husband, my mom, my children, my therapist, my attorneys, and trusted friends who walked with me through this process and made this podcast possible. Being able to finally speak the truth is incredibly healing, and I appreciate you listening more than I could accurately express. If you would like to continue receiving my latest episodes and stay up to date with my content, please subscribe to the False and Defamatory podcast on your preferred podcast platform and follow False and Defamatory on social media with the handle at False and Defamatory. Links to False and Defamatory social media as well as my blog can be found in the episode notes and on falseanddefamatory.com. Listening to the False and Defamatory podcast is free on most platforms. However, if you prefer a video podcast or would like to see the documents discussed in the podcast shown on screen, you can subscribe to my Patreon, where you will enjoy these benefits as well as early access, bonus content, and ad-free listening. The defendant spread her false and defamatory claims to hundreds of thousands of followers for more than two years. My goal is to share the truth so it can reach each person who heard her lies. By sharing this podcast, you can help me achieve that goal. Your support means everything to me and helps me reach a wider audience. So please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with those you think would benefit from it. Thank you again for sharing and for listening. All social media posts referenced in this podcast were included in the evidence in case number 096-321-678-20 in the 96th District Court of Tarrant County, Texas, where the jury unanimously ruled in my favor on August 24, 2022. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the False and Defamatory podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by the guests are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the view of the False and Defamatory podcast or Crystal Wrighton. Please do not make any attempts to reach out to the defendant or her followers. Names have been redacted to protect the privacy of the defendant and her army of followers who commented on her public posts. The unanimous jury verdict has not only provided me with justice, but also allows me to share my story. The purpose of this podcast is to share the truth and to provide educational content regarding defamation and social media. If you have any questions about this or to view the documents discussed in this episode, please visit falseanddefamatory.com.